With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When the sun goes down, all the monsters come out to play. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Geo After Dark, your host, Geo Braun. Hi, this is Mel Heflin, actress and model, and you're listening to Geo After Dark. again for yours truly here on geo after dark i want to thank you for joining me and uh you know it was a interesting weekend here in prawn manor yours truly braved the heat and sun to install a little landscaping feature that's right i did it myself and uh it wasn't easy. It was about a year and a half in the process from the time I actually thought of what I want to do with it until just this past weekend. So, uh, that was quite an adventure. Indeed! Now, yours truly is definitely not the lawn care maniac of the world. For the most part, eh. Man's got to know his limitations. Don't get me wrong, I do like to keep a nice yard, but... I really don't believe in going above and beyond. Um, you know, it just doesn't seem high on my priority list. I'm not much of an outdoorsman, but... <laughs> what? Occasionally there are some things worth getting outdoors for. Well, in this particular situation, this was something I'd just been wanting to do for a bit. So, having to learn how to do it properly was a big step in the right direction. Having a rototiller available, also very good and very handy. I, I, I can't employ you enough. If you're going to do something as far as any kind of land, I don't know, scaping magic, all I can suggest is you have a rototiller because um, I tell you, it made quick work of something that probably would have taken a lot longer had I not had it, so... It's a trap! Anyways, yours truly can be kind of handy when it comes to gardening. Um, much sunblock was in was in desperate need. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. So it was it was a must. <laughs> I don't get a lot of sun. Uh, like I said, it takes a lot for me to want to get a lot of sun. Mr. Sunshine. Yay. But. For the right coaxing 
Anything's possible. Also, this past weekend, I... Okay, so this is the domestic side of yours truly, okay? I have a bicycle. Now, when I'm painting in my studio, or when I'm up here in the pirate office, and I just need something to really kind of just not focus on. Well, there's nothing left to do, nowhere left to be, and it's the middle of the night usually. Yours truly goes out for a bike ride. <laughs> I know how that sounds. Weird. <laughs> and I agree, it is weird. But it clears my head, and if I'm stuck on particularly something that I'm working on, or if I need just something to, like I said, just really clear my head, Taking a nice bike ride really seems to, I don't know, recharge my batteries or at least keep my mind occupied on something else completely so that I can actually go in there and do what I want to do and kind of get an idea of what I want to do. So, you know, it became a thing. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny the way it all worked out. I have a neighbor. And this neighbor uh, found a bike on the corner of where I live here in my neighborhood. The bike was there for three days, chained to a stop sign, and no one ever came back for it. So he took it upon himself to take the bike. Well, which is fine and dandy, um, you know. I mean, he did try to go through the proper channels. He did call it into the police, and you know, and they basically said, okay, well, we'll keep it for however many days. I think it was 90. I'd buy that for a dollar. And after which time, if no one claims it, well, then it's yours. <laughs> well, okay, fine. So he took the bike after the 90 days because no one claimed this bike. Well, he had it for three years and did nothing with it. Ironically, one day, he owed me a favor. What? So he gives me this bike. And I take a bike because in my head, I'm thinking, you know, I haven't ridden a bike in years. And it's true. Now, back in the days when I was working menial jobs here, there, and everywhere, the last time I had ridden a bike was to and fro to South Pasadena uh, when I worked at a Trader Joe's out there. As a matter of fact, it was the first Trader Joe's out there. And it was kind of fun because for the first couple of weeks until the bike chain broke, um, I rode my bike three miles all the way down there. And I would tell you, I was, I was fit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was tip-top shape because you, I don't know if any of you have ever worked for a Trader Joe's, okay? But if you have, you know what I speak. Because from the time you get there until the time you leave, it's constant movement, motion, and action. You are always on your feet doing things, which was fine. I mean, you know, I was a younger man, so I didn't seem to mind too much. And, uh, yeah, I'm not joking. You were just constantly on the go. So, this whole three-mile ride from where I lived in Alhambra all the way to South Pasadena, I mean, it seemed to really kind of, uh, get me in really good tip-top shape. But like I said, it only lasted a couple of weeks because my bike chain broke, and that was that. I didn't even know of another bike shop anywhere near me. I didn't feel the need to really go into doing that, so I didn't.
Yeah. And instead I decided to walk three miles either one way or the other. So, yeah, here I am with another bike. Okay. And that's fine and dandy. The bike itself was in great condition, especially for three years, not really anything being done with it. We aired up the tires and, you know, there you have it. And like I said, it became something where, for me, it was enough to clear my head and just kind of also get a little cardio in. You know, I ride my bike around the block, which is a large block, and it's about four times around. So it's given or take about a mile or so. But it's enough to really just kind of, at full throttle, you know, me punching it, it's enough to really get me going. And gets the blood pumping really nicely too, which is always fun. So, yeah. But the problem, it comes when... <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you another story. It's story time. Uh, about a week ago, I noticed, okay, well, I had fixed... Eventually, I, I had a... Eventually, I had a tire that blew, okay? Well, I learned how to fix a bike tire. And I fixed the bike tire. Simple as that. Of course, when I did that, everything was fine and dandy. Until I started noticing the handlebars start getting loose. So I said, you know what? Time for a little maintenance. So I go in there, take some Allen wrenches, tighten up every screw Allen wrench hole I can find to try to get everything working in tip-top shape. Fantastic. I take off the reflectors that I have for this bike, which actually you push a button, they're LEDs and they light up and you know, it just looks kind of fun. Nerd, you're nerd. a fucking nerd. nerd. You're a fucking nerd. And nerd. no one likes you. Point no one likes you. Man's got to know his limitations. Yeah, I know, it's kind of geeky, but whatever. Um, so there I am, you know, I unscrew those, fill up the bike with a little more air. Fantastic. I go to put one of these little, ref little reflectors, LED reflectors on, and it won't go on right. Now the tire's a little more inflated, so I'm like, well, that's fucked up. Okay, how do I fix this? Well, it's rubbing against the spoke, and it won't let the tire go on. Well, that's a problem. So... I try working with it. I say, okay, well, let me take the, you know, the little air hose connector to the tube, to the actual tire tube, and let me see if I can actually, you know, fill it up a little more. Maybe that's the problem. Well, that didn't really solve the problem. I mean, I managed to fill the tire up, and it looked, felt nice and good, so all right, good. But I still can't get this reflector on, this stupid LED reflector that I just simply had to put back on the damn tire. Well, I take a pair of pliers and I pull on the nozzle where the air goes in. I pull so hard apparently that I pulled it right the fuck out of the tire. Whole tire. <laughs> so that sucked. It was about a week before I can get a replacement tube, inner tube. So. I finally got one, went through the process again, fixed the bike all up. Yeah, boy! And the good news is, after all that ridiculous trauma, my bike, I rode tonight, and it felt really good. You know, 
it's those little things in life where you just kind of do for yourself and it may not be a big thing it may not be like saving a life or you know doing brain surgery or something operation time whatever it was just something that I know I need to get my head in the proper headspace sometimes to get me kind of working a bit you know and sometimes as an artist you need that go team venture yes go team venture you know this past I don't know past about a week and a half now I've been working on a new painting now for those of you who don't look at my Facebook my social media what have you I do painting work uh, usually I mean for me it's more of a therapy it's more of a let's let loose and just kind of flow you know well this particular painting I'm working on now I mean it seems to be very Bob Ross like and you just paint a bigger tree right over the top we don't make mistakes we have happy accidents and you have a brand new beautiful tree that easy tell you what let's do let's have a tree on the other side too bring the brush back to and for those of you who haven't heard any of my past podcast or whatever um i talk about bob ross because he's kind of my spirit animal in a way and i didn't plan on this i mean when i was younger probably high school age i used to every so often catch on pbs they'd play some uh the joy of painting with bob ross right it's this white guy with a big fro little goatee and he just sits there and paints these amazing landscapes. Beautiful, beautiful work. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> as a kid, you, 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 don't really, you don't really take into account how amazing it is. But as an adult, uh, you do, you do. And I've been watching him on Netflix and so forth, so all these old, old episodes from the 90s and 80s, I mean, just amazing work. Well, what I didn't realize is I was absorbing that knowledge. So the first one I did was, and I, I, what I do is I take this knowledge and I'd actually twist it or turn it into something more that I do, you know? So it's kind of like, it's taking that information that you're learning, that you're picking up, and it's bending it and making it meld into your own process. Well, sure enough, Bob Rossian, as it may be, the first one I did was a beautiful desert scene. And I can say it's beautiful because the person who got it was quite a fan of it, and she has it now hanging in her home. And she loves it, and I love it because it's a desert. And I've never done something like that before. I mean, that was really a first. But it came out beautiful, so there you have it. The one I'm working on now is actually kind of more of a mountain forest scenery. Um, it's coming along pretty good, actually. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, it's based off of a Yosemite landmark known as Half Dome. And it's something that I think will be really enjoyable for the person who's going to receive it. So there you have it. So most recently, uh, in the past week or so, you know, the world lost a very interesting gentleman by the name of Adam West. Now, most people know him as the man who played Batman in the 1966 TV show. 
Well, he was a very interesting person. I'll tell you why. I got to meet him at Comic-Con one year. And this is before he started doing Family Guy and voiceover work and so forth. And he was just a really nice guy. Uh, I shook his hand. I said thank you because I remember as a little kid, they used to play the reruns all the time. And sure enough, I used to watch them pretty much all every day. And it got to the point where you don't think about the man behind the mask, you know? But as you get older, you realize he's an actor. You realize that he's a man just trying to, you know, make a living and make people happy in the process. And he really did seem to be that kind of guy. So it was really interesting to finally get to meet him and just thank him, you know? I was lucky I got the opportunity. But I'll tell you this much. He definitely made his mark in geek and pop culture. And for that, Mr. West, we thank you. Carry on, old chum. Carry on. You know, the funny thing about it is, I, when it comes to certain things that are, you know, in my head, things that I really want to see come to fruition, uh, I work hard at making them happen. And it's not always easy, and not always fun, but the end result is, I can look at that and I say I did that. Now, it could be anything. It could be the landscaping I did this weekend, it could be changing a bike tire, or remembering how to change a bike tire. It could be putting a desk in the pirate office, but whatever the case may be, these are things that really, most people don't even think of, you know? Most people don't even want to attempt. I know people who would never even try to do half of these things. But you can't let things stop you. You gotta keep on going. You gotta keep on seeing a vision and then taking it the next step. Making that vision come to life. In anything you do, I mean, that's, I don't know, that's how I work things out. That's how I make things happen. And people wonder, you know, 11 years and you've created, let's see, about five graphic novels, six graphic novels, uh, four of my own. Uh, you have a book of memes. You have Tubbins and Wiley, the comic for kids. You have, you know, a lot under your belt. You've been in countless magazines. You are a cartoonist for a magazine. Thank you very much, SQ. But now it doesn't end there. Because there's a new venture that is currently in the works. And it's probably my most advantageous ever. I would dare say it is actually my, one of my greatest accomplishments. And that is working with the wonderful, the talented, and the um, just absolutely amazing Tom Holland. Tom Holland, who is the director of many projects, everything from Psycho 2 to um, Fright Night, to the original Child's Play, and many, many movies. I mean, his list just goes on and on. The man has done a lot of greatness for the world of horror, for the world of movies and themselves. He just, he's got it going on. And I got a chance to meet him not too long ago in uh, Texas. And I've met him before, actually. Actually, the first time I met him, I'll never forget this. The first time I met Tom Holland, it wasn't just Tom Holland. It was Tom Holland and John Landis. 
who were just walking around this con before it began, before the, the morning started, and they were just walking around looking at everything. And here, two gentlemen who literally helped carve what I do as far as the inspirational uh, design of how my characters look. I mean, the werewolves in my story, the, the quadrupeds, uh, were really a design that was inspired by American Werewolf in London. So John Landis, you know. Also, too, Tom Holland, the look of my vampires, I was very much inspired by his work in Fright Night. So here I am with the opportunity to actually meet them both, thank them both, and give them both copies of my books. It was very, very cool. Um, and I would have been perfectly happy with that. But then, sure enough, here I am, and it's uh, a few years later. And I, man I managed to miss Tom Holland at Monster Palooza this year, 2017, um, because he was on one side of the, of the uh, arena, I was on the other. We were basically going in different directions, so I didn't get the opportunity to, you know, say anything. But then, sure enough, the next month, I'm in Texas. I'm at a con, uh, Texas Frightmare. And sure enough, here's Mr. Tom Holland with the rest of He's got the entire cast of Fright Night. And it was awesome. And here I am, standing in line, ready to meet Tom Holland. And sure enough, I had all my books with the latest design cover variants that I had just done. And I couldn't wait to give him his copies. Well, sure enough from that, uh, I come to find out that he is a big fan of my art. He's looking over the, the new copies he doesn't have of my graphic novels. He had the first two. He, and he didn't have Rosabelle, and he didn't have uh, Midnight Angel, which just came out beginning of this year. So now uh, he has the full set, and he was very excited to get them, especially when he, when he learned how much he inspired them. So that was really just absolutely awesome. And he, uh, you know, we, we talked later on after the con, uh, and sure enough, here we are. And, and my books are now available in the chopping mall of Tom Holland's Terror Time, which is his website. So if you get the opportunity, go to Terror Time, Tom Holland's Terror Time, Google it, check it out, and you'll see in the book section there, not only his book, How to Scare a Monster, which is a great children's book, I own a copy myself, but you'll also see The Untold Chronicles, books one, two, and three, as well as now Midnight Angel. So uh, I'm really excited to be associated with this gentleman. He is uh, a big inspiration for me and always has been. So I tell you, just the idea of being now, you know, <laughs> in this realm with him, it is truly an honor. So Tom, if you're hearing this, if you can hear me here, thank you, sir. I, I couldn't thank you enough. I'm excited to have my library of books in your library of killer books on your website. So check it out, Chopping Mall, Tom Holland's Terror Time. Go there now. Okay, maybe wait until the podcast is over. But you put all these things together and really what it comes down to is I want to make my mark. I want to show the world what I can do. I want to show the world that you can do it. You just have to keep on trying, you know? 
lately I've been lucky enough that my Patreon page has actually gotten a couple more. Uh, it's gotten a little fatter, as a matter of fact. So I really thank those who have gone ahead and, you know, put some money into the old uh, Patreon page of mine. It's because of you guys that really helps keep me doing what I do. And every little bit helps, you know. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, if you can help, then I appreciate it. So, anyhow, that's going to do it for us here on Geo After Dark. I hope you enjoyed this other side of my life. And uh, I just want to tell you a little bit about it. So, if you like what I do, uh, like I mentioned, I have my Patreon page. Feel free to go ahead and check that out. And if you can, donate. Also, I have my website, brawngraphics.com. Go to brawngraphics.com and see all the other stuff I do. Um, Patreon's going to have more exclusives. But nevertheless, brawngraphics.com is going to have everything I've done since the beginning of my career. Uh, that aren't these exclusives. So check that out and see what you think. I hope you enjoy looking at the art that I do. It's my art and soul. Don't let me forget this. Also check out Geo's Vixens on my website. Geo's Vixens is my salute to pinups. And on there you're going to see this month the Vixen is Eileen Daly. And Eileen is this amazing actress, director, producer. She's a musical artist. She pretty much does it all in the world of entertainment. And she's pretty damn amazing. She's a good friend of mine, and I am very proud to know her. And you should really check her out there. Uh, the pinup I did of her, I think you're going to enjoy. Hooray! Uh, my YouTube channel page is called Deep Inside the Pirate Office. Now, it started off just kind of reviewing certain things and items and so forth. And it's developed into that, plus also art, plus also, you know, things I've made that are statue-wise uh, a little more on the creative side sometimes. <laughs> it really depends. But nevertheless, check out Deep Inside the Pirate Office. I think you're going to enjoy that show as well. Sometime I'm on location in various places. I went to the, the Women's March earlier this year. I've gone a couple different places. Sometimes I'm just in the grocery store during Halloween and see the most ridiculous damn thing that you ever did see. So, check that out as well. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, good night, America, wherever you are. Sponsored by your friends at the Illuminati. <laughs> All celebrity voices were impersonated. No dumb.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.